All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Love Change Podcast. Lovely Kay here. Thanks. Screwing on. I'm a bit fuzzy today. Struggling with life slightly. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today's topic, bravery. Um, thanks for being brave enough to watch our show, first Absolutely. of all. We're trying to be as taboo-less and shame-free as possible, which means uh, sometimes we're pretty blunt. I think the candle is going to burn the wire. That might happen. This is happening in our living room, in case you haven't uh, noticed. <laughs> noticed yeah. We have a fire hazard here. <laughs> Today is a big day in history, as always. American president elections. Corona, COVID. 2020 almost over super many restrictions crazy yeah and um no one knows where this is going uncertain times maybe you can relate to it maybe you've had to deal with uh, job loss or uh, whatever type of uh, change that stormed upon us this year yeah and uh you might need a little bravery, a little juice. Maybe we can provide that today. A little Superman and Superwoman uh, moment. You want me to start with the <laughs> questions or you want to go first? Um, you can start. I can start? Yeah. Before we kick it off, thanks for checking it out. Subscribe, share, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Hit the like button. Be brave. Be brave. <laughs> Support us. We really appreciate all the views and likes and comments. So, what? This is yours. Ah, this is mine. Yeah. I'm going to start off with the biggest. What is the biggest manifestation of bravery in your point of view? I think in the first place is to tell yourself I can. <laughs> Maybe a bit, a, bit, a bit of more juice, but... I can. I can, yeah. Self-belief. Yeah, I think to start with self-belief is always a good point. Because if you, like deep down inside, if you don't believe you can do something, that I think you won't get there. So I think to tell yourself, first of all, I can. Whatever size the endeavor is, mm -hmm. and no one is sure it's possible, it's doable, whatever. But I have this little uh, card sitting next to my desk saying every big journey starts with the first step. And that's kind of my manifestation of I can. Mm. So if you tell yourself you can, you, you will figure out the way how to. Mm. And this I can is usually way before it manifests, right? It's yeah. What allows the manifestation. Yeah. So what is the biggest manifestation of uh, I can in your life? Or currently, maybe? It's... I don't have a further manifestation. What do you mean? You mean like in words or in, like in a picture? In a picture or an act, like when you say I can... Yeah. Uh, it's like opening all the doors. So I feel about it. It's taking away the fear, it's taking away the impossible. I mean, what I do a lot is manifesting it in my head in the morning, how I would 
feel like, how it would look like when I get there. So that's maybe my visual manifestation. But to tell myself I can takes away a lot of burden. Mm. And that's the start. That's an interesting answer. I didn't expect that one. I was. Uh... <laughs> what did you expect? For me, the, the manifestation is really the act itself, not per se, mm -hmm. the, the process towards it, mm -hmm. which is, of course, the, 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 where you have to have the bravery. Yeah. But what I was trying to figure out with you is, uh, what do you think is a brave act? Mm, okay, I get you. Because I can also say, I can, but I won't. Yeah, but it's not part of my <laughs> <laughs> manifestation towards mean. bravery. <laughs> a bit mean, a bit mean. Yeah. So what do you think? I think just like really when you start something, you're going to get a lot of ups, obstacles and challenges and things that are get, making it harder for you. But if you just keep going, making those baby steps and telling yourself you can and I will, <laughs> I can and I will, and I try my best, then it kind of calms you down to like really figure out how to get there. Mm. So that's that's... That's my so for you, for you, bravery is the mindset. Yeah. Fair enough. And keep keep trying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, if you just like, if you, I mean, you know, what is success like? If you don't figure out what you want to figure out, then uh, you can either call a friend, you can Google, you can try. That's me again. Um, you can just go ahead and try tomorrow again, but and eventually you get there, and that's that's also. A, way to success so manifesting that you can this is this difficult. is the way i feel like you're not answering the question is some things are way easier to say i can than others and of course the saying i can is bravery mm -hmm. but like which one is the biggest one in your perspective like i can do the dishes i can dress nicely i can go to that meeting and say what i want I can ask my boss for a raise. I can tell my kids no. Which one is the biggest I can that you can say in your perspective? Oh, you really want to hear the thing? Yeah. I have no idea. You have no idea? <laughs> sure. That's why all these people are watching. <laughs> hear your answer. Never mind. I'm not getting anywhere with this question. Tell me yours. I'm curious now. No, you get Maybe to Maybe something uh, comes to your... my mind. Come on. Um, I think uh, for me uh, is to uh, believe in my own ability. I've always uh, uh, helped other people succeed on their dreams and it's something I'm good at. can help other people very well. And that made me deviate from my own path many times. Uh, but it also made me step away from my own doubts and fears many times. So for me, the biggest act of bravery is the work I'm doing now with Amor Muto. Mm -hmm. the change stuff, the, the energy management stuff, uh, the coaching, the speaking, uh, all the things I know I can. That's why I don't take your answer. Doing it is something different than saying I can do it. For me, the, the proof is really in the pudding. The, the, uh, the, 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 best, the best example to be like, your I can is nonsense, is smokers or drinkers. I can stop drinking if I want to. I can stop uh, smoking. Uh, like the I can, this just the verb. Yeah, but if you don't, then you cannot. That's the point. Like for me, the 
oh yeah, I can, you know, like I, I can stop tomorrow. It's just bullshit. Mm. Like you gotta do it. Just exactly. Saying, and which one of these doings is the biggest one? You don't want to answer me. It's not that I don't want to answer. I didn't get the question so far. Now I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I think the whole change I had in my life, the last years when I'm at now, like doing my uh, yeah, being an entrepreneur and just driving my brand and developing things is one of the biggest things I yeah probably would not would not have imagined before. That will be possible. And, and why is that a brave act? Because it's walking away from a path that was kind of like well established and uh, maybe being a persona within society that kind of worked out well. And now I'm just resigning this whole concept. Mm. So, yeah. That's all I can say. So you gotta say. <laughs> what kind of bravery would you like to see more in your partner? That would be me. <laughs> that is right. <laughs> give it to me. Tell me. Give it to me. I think to see more, I mean, your Rainbow Project, which is really a beautiful one. I think to see that more. Explain a bit what the Rainbow Project is for people who are just uh, um, following this uh, topic. <laughs> Yeah, to really show more emotions in the moment or show emotions in the moment as they flow through you mm. and not, uh, yeah, kind of like um, delay mm. the emotion and um, voice in the next time, but just really in the moment. Mm. That's like the whole rainbow project, if I phrase it right. No. 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 No, you want to phrase it. <laughs> No, I think the Rainbow Project is this man. <laughs> really uh, allowing the emotions that you have shine through in all color. And definitely the time aspect is, is a part of it, but also the intensity and the, yeah, the, the, the amount of color. The amount of color, you got one? Yeah. So that's okay, but the question was, uh, what would you like to see more? Yeah, more of that coming through. Okay. I really, I have seen a little glimpse now and then of that. Mm. And I feel it's adding a lot to who you are and it's adding a lot to what you do. Mm. And it's really allowing you to, I don't know, even be more in the moment, feel more in the moment. Mm. And for me, that's something really beautiful. And every time you do it, it really touches me in my deepest core. Mm. and uh, yeah that's why I think it's really powerful thanks so I'd like to see more of that mm. other than that I think you're pretty brave mm. in everyday life so thanks same question for yourself what kind of bravery would you like to see in yourself more I think being even more fearless or being more fearless in what I'm doing. Sometimes I still can sit down and overthink the projects I'm doing and making it perfect and just like, just do more, speak out more, approach things more, ask people more for people uh, for help, but also show my emotions in some sense. If I'm disappointed, I also tend to kind of like not voice it in the moment 
Mm -hmm. We just like let it fade and then speak it out. It's just not a good way. Mm. Um, yeah, I would say pretty diplomatic approach, which uh, is nice, but it's also nice to try a different approach. Yeah, I feel like in your old professional life, you had, uh, what's it called, uh, a status yeah. that allowed you to tell people fuck off or shut up or well done. Mm-hmm. And now I see so much more of your personal shyness also in your professional doing and mm-hmm. postponing because it's the same person all the time. It's Which is nice. Which is great. It's definitely uh, the area that will allow you to grow. If you're able to be more brave as a person, you'll also be more brave as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Yeah, so like what I would never, for example, do in the past, say if I don't know something, I wouldn't dare. To say. And yeah. And now I don't know if I have someone on the phone, like a salesperson asking me questions, I would ask the most dumb questions. Mm. Like, how do I get from A to B? Mm. Without thinking for a second. Like, I, I just want to understand how to get from A to B. I don't care what that someone would think. And what would prevent you from asking that in the past? Mm, that would come across... Not very smart. Hmm. So that's not a good moment or not a good thing to ask that question. So your bravery is in... Uh... If I would phrase it, I would say the only dumb questions is the one that you don't ask. I would give that advice to people for many years, hmm. but then I, would, I, don't, I wouldn't ask myself. No question. But it's really just like that. The Yeah, the only dumb question is the one you don't ask. So, in that, how do you feel when you're not able to be brave? Miserable. Miserable. <laughs> Pretty miserable, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I really feel like standing in my own way, trying to figure out how to move left and right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, kind of like poking myself, but without any result of moving forward. Mm-hmm. And then... It like the whole cocktail gets um, infused by emotions of beating myself up, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing just gets worse. And what do you beat yourself up about? Yeah, that's just like, why, the why what? Yeah, why not? Why not being brave? Why not proceeding? Why not moving forward? Why not doing those things? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really uh deep underlying feeling of misery. <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, if you recognize it, that's already a good first step. Definitely. And then you can also kind of like stop your head from giving you those uh, sticks to beat yourself up. And is it the same thing that prevents you from being brave that's also beating you up after the fact? I think so, yeah. I would say so. So you listen to it by not being brave and then it kicks your ass for listening to it. Yeah. Kind of weird, no? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 What makes you be brave? 
if you're having that little voice telling you not to reach out, not to ask for help, not to ask a question, what allows you to overrule that voice? I think the best approach to many things is just to tell yourself or to think with the end in mind and mm. think how you would feel if you would be brave. You know, mm. like if you was like if you have a huge stage fright, if you think about how you feel afterwards, that's a good way to start. Because then you kind of like put mm. your mindset into the end result. And that also gives you a boost. Mm. Makes sense. So the the that's also explains this whole I can manifestation of yours. Because that allows you to be brave. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't say anything about what exactly. <laughs> I, I asked my... I had to finish off on uh, how tough it was to interview you on bravery today. <laughs> but I was brave enough to do it and not Absolutely. give up. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you. Sure thing. Is it my turn now? You're up. You're up. Cool. What was your biggest act of bravery in the past and how did you feel afterwards? Mm. I think standing up to injustice. from others to others, from people to themselves. Uh, yeah, I have put myself in uh, harm's way, I wouldn't say, but I do not shy away from being the boogeyman to uh, say something that I relate to my sense of justice. Whether when I was little and my dad uh, talking bad about my mom or talking bad to my sister. I confronted him with that. Nobody asked me to do that. Nobody appreciated me doing it. But no, no. I think my dad definitely didn't. He felt like I was being disobedient. Um, my mom and my sister I don't know, I don't really care if they yeah, I think they did appreciate it. I hope so. So not that's that's not why I did it. I just could mm -hmm. not sit by. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest one was when my sister was having super big uh, breakdown and she just completely did not believe in herself anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, like completely like in shambles. I was just like super uh slapped the self-criticism and self-doubt out of her <clears throat> just because I told her I don't buy it. I don't buy the stuff you're saying right now. I know you. you're not going through a nice period, but... Uh, it doesn't change your nature. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not the person I know, so I'm not having it. Yeah. And then I guess also the same for myself in my accident hearing all the limiting prospects and diagnoses and just being like, okay, this is all these people know, but the extent of their knowledge is limited. The extent of their tools to gather that knowledge is limited. Uh, I will find out for myself. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I crashed and burned and disagreed. Mm -hmm. and, and But I... Uh, embarked on my own journey and uh, I stood up for myself 
and, and my right to fail. My uh, yeah. I love that <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, I don't care if. Remember having a talk with my mom when I was younger. She was like, "Yeah, Bijan, in life, if you go right, you will see this. If you go left, you will see that." I was like, "That's not fun." If you're gonna tell me everything that's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So let me discover for mm-hmm. myself, and that requires mm-hmm. trust and faith that your child will bounce back. But yeah, um, I will definitely not back down if that part of life uh, seems to be diminishing. Mm. I'll fight for it. Um, and a bunch of examples. I think right now. Also, just quitting all the other businesses and focusing on myself and my own skills and talents uh, might be my biggest journey into bravery from a point of view that it's the hardest. I'm way better at helping other people, but nobody can do what I can do for the world. Nobody can mean what I can mean for people. Yeah. So I gather a lot of uh, strength that my dream is in service of others. Um, so let my dreams come true because it will help others. Yeah. That's a beautiful way of phrasing it. Yeah, it's nice. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, my pleasure. To the next question. What's your biggest piece of advice on how to be brave in times like these? In times like these, you mean like the state of the world? Yeah, the world, the state of the world upside down. <laughs> Somehow. My biggest advice on being brave. I don't know what being brave means for every individual, but um, I feel like Uh, this disruption makes you shed a lot of the fluff. Yeah. And I would say where I failed in my own accident by shedding fluff uh, is like, this is an opportunity. So like the situation shook off a lot of fluff. Maybe you should continue where that thing all the systems and, and uh, organizations are trying to keep fluff. Like, let's, let's mm-hmm. keep things the way they were. But isn't that always in times of change? That you like want to resist. Stick to the status quo somehow. You no, change, we have but... a tendency to recreate the old, it's our comfort zone, it's, it's, it's what we know, it's where our habits thrive. Uh, I think being brave in times of these is a complete detox of your limiting beliefs that that was the best version of life. No, it was just an iteration of how the world made you believe life could be. Mm-hmm. It's also the program I'm launching right now is all about a mental detox. All the things that you're feeling like oh, I'm losing them is stuff that you got hooked on. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can detox from that Mm, see new things see way things better that align with your core and your purpose and and have way more meaning uh, 
then, oh my God, I cannot go to the mall. Maybe that wasn't the best version of a Saturday afternoon anyways. <laughs> you know, and yeah, I think the brave part in that requires the comfort with the void because before something new exists, like mm. if the phoenix burns down, first it's got to be comfortable with being just ashes before it can rise out of the ashes. Ground zero, basically. Yeah, the ground zero requires bravery. And I think the, the, the only advice I can offer is, uh, like you, you read inspirational books and Goggins about like pushing through all Me. these things, <laughs> all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think people take too much credit for what is in human DNA. It's part of our design to rise. It's, it's part of our design to breathe. You cannot decide to stop breathing. So if you break everything down that you have and decide to uh, not uh, reach back to those things, your system will find a new way. It's just part of your design. So that the, the advice is trust that you don't have to be some special breed of person or have had some type of education. No, look at how resilient people are growing up in horrible conditions in third world countries. If we put you there, you'll also have a little two years of shock, but then you'll adapt to the new normal. Mm. Vice versa, if you bring them here, they'll also adapt. Mm. So as everything is changing, instead of reverting back to the old, sitting back thinking, what else should I get rid of? Because that was actually holding me back. Mm. I think this is a great opportunity. I did not take it when I had my accident. I really went through the first five years of almost reliving my old life and finishing all the things that were part of my old life mm -hmm. be before I could really burn it down and step into the ashes. And now slowly I'm brushing it off and seeing the new foundation I'm laying for a new version of myself. Mm -hmm. That's seven years, eight years. You can save yourself a lot of time. If you haven't used it, definitely. But the the discomfort of getting rid of stuff just when like your household like let's get rid of this man i'm attached to it mm. yeah, that's way more intense internally of course and habitually and socially and spatially mm. um, but you know how uh, energizing new things are also mm. your curiosity picks up your 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 uh, nosy and your finding new things. So that's the part we forget when we're about to get rid of stuff is that with the new comes also this fresh breeze. Mm -hmm. I think it's really like if you look backwards, then you just like you think about the past and how it made you feel. And you stick to that and you don't look into the future, not knowing what it would make you feel, what it will make you feel like. And mm -hmm. that's where the loss, the feeling of loss kind of kicks in. And of course, we live in a materialistic world, so yeah, we all have a lot of stuff, plenty. <laughs> I mean, even looking at my kitchen equipment, there's still a lot to get rid of. Mm. But at the same time, it's uh, 
Yeah, just convenient. Nice to keep it. Nice to keep it. Maybe it might be used, but of course, um, yeah, I myself, I got rid of a lot of materialistic things the last year, and it feels pretty good. It's yeah, like, I, I don't miss your bike, anything. Yeah, your bike was the biggest yeah. emotional... Uh, Which one? The motorbike? Or yeah, the, the motorcycle, yeah. yeah. I don't see you mourning it now. Absolutely yeah. not. Hmm. So, yeah, I think in those moments, it's like, it's nice, to, it's good to rephrase or reframe your perspective. Yeah. I think also just, I think the biggest, like, I feel like the state of the world right now pushed us all inside. So we're way more involved in screens and digital, and that's the way to do it because thanks to technology, we can be together mm-hmm. from afar, blah, blah, blah. But actually, that's like maybe the biggest thing you can do for yourself in this period is to decide how much you're not going to be online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold yourself to that. Like I spent 22 hours of my day offline. Do you think that's possible? Think you could do that? <laughs> it's like you'd rather give away all your kitchen stuff yeah. and stay online. Yeah. But the fact is, before COVID, we were also spending a lot of time online. And now it's like infused with productivity and education and work. Somehow not. <laughs> we all feel like it's a bit of a sham. Now it's kind of like one packet. So if you look at your uh, screen time, you, you like... You cannot count it. You cannot exactly. You're like, oh, so many hours, but I was so productive today. Mm. So productive today. So you cannot really like take it apart into... No two pillars what no, I really before. like what I'm doing for the uh, uh, grip and direction for 2021 mm-hmm. this course that I'm launching yeah is Maybe re- my next question anyway if you can tell no, us I more. think that the really interesting part of it is like we all have done uh, vision boarding but I'm using the energetic dimensions for vision boarding so you're gonna make a vision board for each dimension of mm-hmm things that uh, feed you energetically. So what is your vision for your physical dimension? What is your vision mm. for your spiritual dimension? What is your vision for your mental dimension? Your emotional, your social, your, your environmental. And I think the digital and financial one, just to have a vision for each of these dimensions makes the vision board uh, so much more you and not just... Mm-hmm. No disrespect to like making collages and Mm -hmm. making a nice vision board. But a big part of how you feel is these energetic dimensions. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess that's that's how I feel about it. I don't know. Slightly ranting on visioning. But I feel like these are things I haven't done properly for myself even. So I'm really happy to do them. Mm-hmm. Only if it's just for me and you and the participants also get to mm-hmm. enjoy this new way of looking at life by also uh, understanding the value of stillness. Like first quarantine hit, everybody was like, yeah, it's actually nice. Don't have to rush so much. Yeah. And it's uh, okay. And I can read a book and 
oh, actually, I kind of miss my friends. And then as soon as the bars opened up, boom, let's hit the bars. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with, with drinking and, and socializing. Yeah. But um, the opportunity of changing your ways has been completely overlooked. It has been interpreted as a big a nuisance to our ways. Mm. Okay, we were living a beautiful and sustainable. Yeah. Uh, no, we were not living a beautiful, sustainable life. We were living stressed out, burnt out, uh, over drugged and over alcohol caffeinated lives. On the edge. With high uh, divorce rates and yeah. all these things kind of increased due to lockdown because we really want to be together and connected. Yeah. And it was all just experienced as, as like a pause. People had events, the big pause, imagine life after the big pause. Um, but it's not a pause. It should be a reboot. Could be a reboot. Whatever you like. I feel like if I had this awareness of rebooting myself earlier, mm -hmm. I've done it the past three years quite often. Okay, this is what you built, burn it down, start anew. Super frustrating, super frustrating, <laughs> but it, it forces you to uh, start again with all the experience from last time. So if you were yeah. to look at it as a carpenter, he builds a house, as he's building a house, he's learning, so the roof is real nice. But the foundation, foundation, burn that house down. You will build one with a nice foundation, yeah. make it stronger, higher, last longer. Yeah. So this uh, almost ritually going back to start, and I hate it, the feeling of going back to start. <laughs> Here we are again, beginner. Everybody is like in their trajectory, gaining further and further. And I'm here back in kindergarten town. Yeah, but is it, or is it just your perception that it's everyone is always on a perception. trajectory? It's always perception, yeah. but it's also like if all my LinkedIn uh, peers are becoming seniors and VPs and, and seed level people, and maybe, I'm going back to start. But maybe that's also the lesson to just look at that. And no, I'm I'm fine with it. <laughs> the thing is that it's normal to be frustrated about that. I think yeah I think I think it's it's uh, also what creates the joy of being making steps forward yeah like if I was super happy would be a beginner I would never become advanced but because I forced mm -hmm. myself when I am advanced mm -hmm. to be like okay away with this game a new game yeah then I'm frustrated <laughs> of being a beginner again which pushes me to becoming advanced in it in a short amount of time. Like mm. unlearning old things, learning new things, these things require a lot of energy. Mm. If you're sitting in that position like, ah, but uh, this game sucks. I was advanced in the other one and this one I cannot. Uh, no, it should be like, ah, I want to be advanced in this one too. Mm. And that's the frustration. It's not a frustration about the old. It's not mm. that I'm comparing myself to my peers in the sense that I also... Uh, want to be advanced no as soon as i'm advanced i'm like okay that's enough let's go another one mm. do not want to uh i don't know if i'm explaining it right i would if i could explain it with the 
puzzle. Mm. It's like when you start a puzzle and I don't know, it's a blue sky or something. It's just completely miserable to put those pieces together. But at some point, like when you, you almost the like, break it down. Exactly. And then you start again. At some point, you just like have the matrix in your head to understand what goes where. And like mm. the shades or the hues of darker blue yeah, are here. And see, yeah, so like then you like get much quicker to the 80%. You know, you started again and again. You're and 80%. Again. I missed it. I haven't heard it for a while. The 80%. 80-20. Me? Yeah, but no, isn't it? I think uh, the only difference is that uh, first you did a puzzle. Now you got to do a construction thing. Now you got to do software. Now you got to do uh, VR, AR, all these uh, different mediums and form factors that still requires you to uh, solve uh, intricate pictures with small pieces. Yeah, but it makes you boil down to understand what you learned before. Like yeah. the essence of what you learned before. Yeah, maybe like maybe applying... that's a skill on its own as well. Like yeah. I can have a conversation with any person with any type of business and yeah. quickly understand their business model yeah. and what, what, what is wrong with it and where there's room for innovation and where there's room for growth, where the risks are. Yeah. Uh, super struggling to do that for myself. That aside. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> super <laughs> ironic. The man with the best advice failed miserably. So uh, I'm in my learning curve. It's going to be steep. And, uh, um, but a specialist um, has more trouble adapting to new. Uh, mm -hmm. And a generalist is more like more of yeah. perspective. Yeah, I, think. I mean, like my my twelve years of corporate is like building fashion brands and then taking like really just the essence in a little backpack and apply that on the brand I'm doing now. My superfood pharmacy. Well, I really care for what oh, the God. product is. <laughs> but it's like, it's fascinating mm. to look at it whenever I show you other pages and I'm like, look, those people are copying me. Mm. <laughs> like, because I have like a natural eye for that and how to do it, how it should look like, look and feel and packaging mm. or whatever. And it's really nice that it also comes across in a good way, in a timeless way, in a very, uh, yeah. You hear it? Go check it out. MySuperfoodPharmacy.com <laughs> This man is always making so much promotion. Super, uh, what's it called? Uh, signature blends? Signature blends. That you won't get a signature day. from her. Don't, don't, <laughs> un, don't think we'll come with a handwritten note. No, actually they do come with handwritten notes. Yeah, they do. For now. For yeah. Now. yeah. And uh, I really like the laser focus. I think that's my... Uh, that's your go-to. That's my drink. Yeah. It really... Uh, I, you have the Beyond Coffee, but I... Yeah, I but you have never been a coffee person. That's the difference, I guess. Yeah, but the laser focus really does the job. But someone who drinks coffee is a different uh, wiring in your brain even. It's true, so. it's true, it's true. But yeah, the laser focus, I agree. Lion's, lion's Mane. Lion's Mane. Is lion's Mane is doing the job. Gets, gets it done. <laughs> yeah, gets it and done. And Ginkgo. <laughs> Ginseng. <laughs> I'm making uh, commercial, <laughs> I'm making commercial, full promo. Yeah, but yeah. My last question was, could you share about the program you're designing and what the values are in terms of navigating change? 
I don't know if you want to add more. I'm designing one program with Fran, uh, which our conversations also inspired today's sessions, mm -hmm. the Brave Space. That's going to be a very uh, network, community, peer-to-peer -peer type of situation in where we uh, facilitate, and I, I like to describe it uh, as a bravery as a mountain, and you climbing that mountain is the journey of bravery. Mm -hmm. um, Brave Space is what we're creating as a brand and as a, uh, program and as a community is to create awareness that all of us have bravery in the sense of survival we will fight for our survival we will uh, fight for our kin for our food for our kids um, that's the ground level the base camp is where you're at right now you've shown plenty acts of uh, bravery uh, and and uh, got as far as you've gotten and uh, the next camp is the commitment that you're gonna uh, create during this brave space journey uh, with the other participants and uh, really uh, step into what what you need uh, to make that trip to the next stem camp mm -hmm. and the top of the mountain is uh, the community of participants who are always oozing bravery so I guess to understand the part that survival is always available, but to really be thriving in life, mm -hmm. it's a conscious choice to show up brave. So as we were talking, this saying, mm -hmm. I can, uh, me uh, giving you shit, like, when are you going to make videos about my superfood pharmacy? And you're like, mm -hmm. later. You, your version of oozing with bravery would be like, okay, people, I'm up for the video game. This is how it's going to happen. Yeah, it's uh, I wouldn't say, I mean, yeah, I'm like, I don't want to do it, but it just needs a certain mindset to get my head around it. And right now I was like, okay, I need to make sure that like the baseline is set, well, like really operations just works because I cannot I agree. write handwritten addresses on the envelopes just looks crap. No, no, you've been doing and, great. Uh, <laughs> so been doing it's great. like operations is set. I know things are like in place everything works and now i can take care of more mm. and there's million input like write a cookbook do a blog whatever and i'm like it's all beautiful but what is like how much time do i have what is the priority the in first place yeah exactly oh, that's super. so yeah that's one thing that's gonna launch next year not sure when we hope q1 i think we can make q1 let's see how it goes and what i'm launching beginning of december and uh, I will run a couple of them because they have max uh, 20 participants. That is a grip and direction for 21, a mental detox journey. And that one, uh, I've just written it out. Uh, it's, it's all about uh, uh, finding the value and purpose in this phase of life that all of us have to deal with mm -hmm. and revisioning uh, 21. And I will be offering... Uh, guided uh, meditations, nidras, uh, intention setting workshops to overcome those internal blocks that make it hard to burn down the old. Uh, I'll be providing uh, a lot of knowledge in the sense of uh, 
the change quadrants, the energy quadrants, a lot of uh, insightful tools to understand that it's normal how you're feeling. And uh, if you want to achieve other outcomes, what you need to change and what you need to make that change. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the cherry on the pie really is the uh, using the energetic dimensions of the energy management compass to create a vision. Mm -hmm. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. What they will help you with is uh, end the year satisfied, looking back with great memories. Like I feel like a lot of people look back at this year like, <laughs> like, like let's just scrape it out. <laughs> it's like, don't tell anybody that was the year or somehow, somehow way I bounced back or I didn't, I made it. There's this like... I don't know, it was a lot of luck. Like, let's not leave it to luck right. next year. Hopefully yeah. next year it's going to be better. Hopefully, yeah. but what does hope bring? Yeah. Uh, life, but <laughs> execution is a different thing. Mm -hmm. So it's it's definitely a real and, and, and uh, practical approach to uh, how to deal with these uh, super turbulent times. Yeah. Like, let's wait who's president. And we can cry again for a week or not. In and a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for tuning in. Definitely. Thank you, lovely people. Yeah. And uh, please shoot us topics, comments. Be brave. Shoot us topics and comments. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in. It's seriously nice to see people showing up, interacting. Yeah. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week on the other side of the world. Bye-bye. Ciao. <laughs>